Welcome back to HB Unfiltered Sports Talk. I'm joined by the Stiff Brownie, the intern, and I'm the Dirtbag. And uh, re remember to visit our site at um, hbunfilteredsportstalk.com and check out our merchandise and uh, support us. Uh, I'm going to go back to the intern, and we're going to talk. We're, we're about to talk about the NBA, but she's got. She's got a nice little uh, fun fact uh, for us to, to lead us into this segment. So I do, and Miami is hot. So both the Florida Panthers and the Miami Heat were the eighth seed in the NHL and NBA, respectively, and now we're both in the finals. And both teams beat Boston, the Panthers being the Bruins, and the Heat took down the Celtics. Okay, now see, now that that's an awesome little fun fact nugget. I hate the boss. I hate Boston. So to know that 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 both went down to eight seed Miami squads is is pretty awesome. Great. You know, uh, Miami Jimmy buckets. Um, what can you say about this guy? This guy is just a gamer. Spolstra, Pat Riley running the whole show. Yep. Uh, doesn't matter about the injuries. They even lost, you know, a third guard. And I won in basically two of the games with Gabe Benson and still mm -hmm. won. Uh, I think they're getting Hero back. Yeah, they're they're talking about him making a return. So they don't know when. Maybe not tonight. Right. Um, yeah, tonight's for game one in Denver. Uh, minus nine, Nuggets minus nine. Um, the money line's, you know, minus 360. So what's your, what's, your gut, what's your gut tell you about tonight's game? Because I have a different take on this, I think. Okay, here's what. Miami's been playing. Miami's playing well on the road. Um, they've only been off, what, two days or three days. Um, it seems like Denver's been off three weeks since the Lakers couldn't win a game. Sure. So this team's, like, basically been on vacation. And... I don't care how much you play your teammates in practice or try to have. It's not there's real. A little, there's going to be a little bit of rust. Yeah, I, I think I think they're going to be rusty. I think that's a lot of points. So the, the over under at, at two eighteen and a half. You're thinking maybe perhaps under. I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking definitely heat in the under for game one. Okay. Because I, I think I think there'll be a little bad shooting. You know, just because it's also game one, the finals. Um, you know, just just how the game seven started out. Did you see how poorly Boston and Miami were playing? It was Brick City. Yeah, but Boston was on borrowed time. Let's just face it; they were a card house. It was only yeah. a matter of time before they showed their true colors. And we've talked about this so much on the on our podcast here. The amount of rigging that takes place by the NBA refs, which, by the way, news came out today: Lewis is oh, no is no not right. going to be allowed to ref any of the finals games because of he's admit he's in the middle of a of an investigation yes. for shaving points, calling games incorrectly, calling fouls incorrectly. So needless to say, um, just another nail in the coffin of what we call NBA rigging freaking games. Yeah. I <clears throat> mean people, all you gotta do is Watch these games. Look for traveling. I mean, I see guys just doing this with with the with the ball as they drove. Mar Marcus Smart travels every single time. That ball's not supposed to go above your hand. There was a there was a situation in uh, Game Seven. It was at the very end of the game. I want to say there was about four minutes left. He didn't bound the ball. They passed it to a guy at the top of the key. Guy never moves. Right. Never moves his feet. Never takes a dribble. 
literally grabs the ball, turns to his right to make the next pass. They call travel. The Celtics are down 20, so I'm not sure why a ref would even call that, but it's a glaring BS yeah. rigged call. Yeah. Okay? What my gut tells me is that the NBA is going to try to force us into taking the money line of the favorites, laying serious wood on the money line, and then taking the points for the underdog. And the reason I say that is because it seems to me like they want every game to be literally one shot here, one shot there. Now, when you're paying three and a half or four to one yeah. on a money line for the favorite, yeah. that's some serious skin. And it, yeah. and, it, and it worries me because all you need is one game to go the wrong direction, and yeah. it could literally blow up all your profits for the rest of the week. Yeah, I mean, I seriously don't know why it's nine. Uh, the only reason I can think that they made the spread so high is it's a number one hosting an eight seed. You know. Well, well here's my take on but tonight's game. You shouldn't look though. at it that way. Here's my. Th this is my personal take on tonight's game. Different than yours. I look at it from the standpoint. Yeah, the Nuggets could have some some rust, so I do like the under in the game. That being said. They just played three more games than, uh, I'm sorry, the Heat, I should say, played three more games than, or actually, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, three, yeah more three, games, more. three more games three more. Than, than the Denver Nuggets. They celebrated, they take a private charter, okay, from, right. the, from the arena, they've got to get used to the altitude, Right. they were probably hung over the day after they, they, they won because they're in the championship, I think they come out and they're, I see Spolster probably pulling the starters with about seven minutes left in the game because they're down 15 and he's like fuck it and i think tonight's game specifically mm. the nuggets are going to cover the spread okay that's right. that's my that's, that's a, my that's, gut feeling but but you like the under see that's a tough one for me to take because they got to cover 10 double digits always leads me to take the over then and because it just seems weird to take a team I mean, that means Miami's just going to come out and like just shoot horrible. I could see 105-92 easy all day long. Okay, all right. That's what my personal opinion is. Now, if it turns out where you know, Miami somehow acclimates and is totally ready to go and everybody's healthy, I mean, Jimmy Buckets um, twisted his ankle a little bit at the end of the game on, on, at Game 7. He's obviously okay because he kept playing. Yeah. But those are ailments that in, in altitude could be something that's now a, like a little bit more serious than at normal altitude. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with, uh, you can go either way. Uh, you can go with uh, Stiffy B or you can go with me on this one. Um, let there be light, a, by the gonna, way. Are we going to make another bet for a dollar? Let there be light. Because I'm up <laughs> one nothing. Yeah, sure, sure. I can put right. a dollar on that. All right. Trading places. Yep. One dollar Valentine. So I, that's what I see. And um, again, don't be don't be scared to tease these games. Get yourself a couple extra points. Tease it to the over. Tease it to the under. What have you? Um, because it just goes down my road of less money. But okay. Yeah, I just I just it's really hard to bet on something that's rigged. Yeah. And I would I would not feel okay telling our listeners. To bet on something that we have seen repeatedly rigged. Which, but what you got to do is you got to figure out when it's rigged and which way to go. That's why I think tonight Denver is going to crush. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see if that uh, pans out. Because if cause if, uh, if Miami were to win, I'll, I'll go hard on Denver game two. Sure. To tie it up. The other caveat to that is 
they need they need people to watch, right? They need an audience. And these are the two. This is why they were trying yeah. to rig the Lakers and the Celtics into the finals is because they really that's huge market, hey, huge is, fan base. Everybody's is, gonna watch that rivalry, right? This is why they need a close game. Yeah. Well, this is why they need the Heat to win. Right. If the Heat win game one, yeah. Now all of a sudden people are like, yeah. oh shit, the Heat won. Yes. I gotta see game two now. I I still think it's gonna be pretty pretty uh, poor ratings. It's just not what um, the people, for the most part, wanted to see. I, I, I think the Lakers-Celtics would have broken records. Well, I can tell you this, Game 7, um, and please fact-check me on this because I might, I might be wrong here, but I, I heard it was the highest-rated NBA game in five years. Really? Game 7. Of, of Celtics and Celtics Heat? Celtics and Heat, yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Snap. Yeah. All right. So we're on the under? Yeah. And then you're, and then we got a dollar on it between you and me. Yeah, uh, a whole dollar because that's about all I can afford after these losses can, this can, past week. <laughs> you know, hey, real quick, we gotta we gotta talk about some of the, this coaching carousel. Guys that have won, literally, you you win a in championship the NBA, in the get, NBA, yeah. yeah, in the NBA, and you get bounced. So the Celtics have decided to keep Missoula, even though he lost Game Seven for the first time in Celtics history, probably. I actually like him as a coach. He seems like he's yeah. a pretty class act. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't get too high. Doesn't get too low. Sure. Now Nick Nurse, who coached the Raptors of all teams to an improbable um, title a couple of years ago, yeah, he gets a gig with the 76ers, takes a takes that gig over. But this is the one I, I want to talk about, Monty Williams. He's a good coach. He shouldn't have lost his job to the Suns, but they fired him. Yeah. And he ends up getting rewarded. Even though it's Detroit, he's got to move to Detroit, which is, like, purgatory. Which is brutal. But he got a five-year, $78.5 million. You know how, much, how far money, that kind of money goes in Detroit? Well, I can tell you I would move to, to Detroit for... For uh, seventy-eight point five million dollars, hey, I just deal with it. Sign, sign me up. You know what, Monty Williams is is really well known for. I mean, he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong, but he's really good at building talent. Yeah. And nursing these young stars into and you know into something that that could be worthwhile. So, I think it's a good fit for him. I mean, obviously, you know. I don't know how they're going to win in Detroit because they're just so bad. But yeah, they they got a they but, got a long they got a long way to go before they become uh, good again. But if you look at Spolstra, and you look at and you look at Spolstra, and who's the Nuggets coach? The, the Mark Malone. Okay, Mark Malone. Spolstra's been a coach, or at least in the Heat organization, for 15 seasons. Yeah. Okay. They had some down times. I mean, yeah, he coached LeBron, and now obviously learned how to handle superstars with LeBron and Wade and Bosh. But all those role players had to be had to be grumpy. He had to help them grow. Right. Okay. Malone, same situation. They gave Malone the amount of time that he needed to create a winning product in Denver. Yeah, and when and, and when Murray got hurt last year, they didn't overreact and just fire him. Correct. Correct. And that's the whole thing. I mean, if these NBA franchises would stop doing what have you done for me lately and start doing hey. We're going to trust this process with these coaches because we believe in them. Right. One, that sends a message to the athlete, like, shut your pie hole and do your job. Yeah. Shut up and dribble. Correct. And and two, it, it, uh, you know, within the organization, the organization itself understands what they're trying to do. It's not, you're not switching things up. It's like, it's almost like when, um, I don't know, like when you're in football and they, they trade the head coach and then the head coach just cleans everybody out. Well, that quarterback coach might have been really good for that quarterback. 
Yeah. And just because he's not your guy doesn't mean he's not doing his job correctly, yeah. you know? Yeah, just like Gruden. Gruden's over helping the Saints car right now. Is he really? He is. They invited him down to uh, help help coach coach him up. God, I like Gruden. He got a, he got such a he, shitty deal. Yeah, he on got that. he got a raw deal. Hey, but we got we got to we got to get it in here. We got to talk about the NHL playoffs, man. Oh, That's another one. Doesn't start till Saturday, but you're talking about the Florida Panthers, who are hot once again, the eighth seed. Do you know that it's even money on the series? I I like I like Florida. It's they, they got the they got a hot goalie and. Florida's plus 102 in the series, and the Vegas Knights are minus 110. Yeah. That's as even, Steven, as it comes. Yeah, it's a, it's a coin flip. Uh, you know, we got to throw a shout-out to our boy Jonathan Quick, who was uh, traded uh, from, uh, you know, from uh, the Kings to Columbus, and then, on, and then he was dropped and then sent over to uh, Vegas. So I know he's not playing very much right now, but hopefully uh, he can uh, get a ring. Would this be his third ring? Yeah. Wow. Two, two of the Kings. Good for him. You know, the only reason the Kings won those Stanley Cups is because he got hot. Correct. So, but that's that's why that's why I think Florida wins it though, is because they got the hot goalie. Yeah, and we've been Sergei. saying that all along. Yes, we've been saying you need that a all hot along. goalie to win the Stanley Cup, and if you got a team that's in in sync, like uh, the Panthers are with sure. Chuck, mm-hmm. I mean that guy's got like already three or four game winning goals. The guy's on fire. You know what? When we when we uh, tie up this. This segment, I'm going to put some money on on uh, Florida. Yeah, right now. I, I I like Florida, and I like Denver in the NBA. What else? Speaking, you got? speaking of coaching carousel, what's going on in the NFL? I keep hearing some rumors that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's ankles all blown up and his contract's yeah. changing. And yeah, that was that was a weird. He signed a waiver. I'm not sure exactly how how that works. I'm I'm guessing if wasn't he's not a, if he's not ready to go, that it could cost him a part of his money. Wasn't it an addendum to his contract? It has to be. Yeah. So it has so to be. what you I take a physical. As I understand it, if he's not able to play, it voids out the entire contract for the. With Vegas. Well, that's no good. Yeah. Well, wow. They're saying that the shoulder issue isn't the problem. The ankle issue is a way bigger issue than the shoulder. Well, it all depends if there were ligaments uh, torn torn in that ankle. I I don't know. I didn't even know he needed surgery. Porn star Jimmy G, what the heck's going on with you, man? (laughs) Yeah, he he likes the ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I any NFL. um, Yeah, I don't know. It's getting we're we're getting to those dog days before OTAs and everything. I think uh, I think Rogers already got hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh no, he was at Taylor Swift when he got hurt. He's a he's a T Swift guy. Oh no, is he really? Yeah, big big huge fan. He even uh, told he even said which album he likes the best in an interview and like uh, knew all uh, the names of the I, albums. Do I even want to know? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what it is because I don't even know who yeah. she is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. All right, you got anything else, or is this going to wrap it up for this session? Why don't we Why don't we do a little change-up action? Dude, we missed the Memorial Tournament to get our picks in. I just want to throw it out there. If these are these are what I took for the Memorial, um, we we um, we couldn't uh, make it in uh, the, the other day, but I got Victor Hovland, uh, English, and Suh. Okay. Suh is hot, man. Yeah, he is. He's on fire. You know, he went to school. I know. USC. You should always know when I throw you that volleyball question. I'm just giving I'm giving you a layup, man. Yeah. 
spoiled children. USC. Uh, did you see Caleb Williams was at the the Grand Prix in Monaco? Was he really? It's good to be. It's good to be Caleb Williams. <laughs> wow, that's very nice. Oh man, so, nil money. Are we allowed to go into this whole pride thing real quick? Uh, yeah, you you go for it. <laughs> okay. What? I it's your team, the Chargers. Let's 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 change this up real quick. I don't get why all these why all these organizations are now catering to, you know, twenty thousand of their fans when they have two million, five million fans following them re religiously. Chargers are doing it. I just saw the Arizona Wildcats logo. Uh, thanks, Quinn. Shout out for sending me that. Um, do they not know what happened with Bud Light, Target, all these different makers, Ford, and doing a Raptor and not, not and paying not pay, not paying attention? You're gonna take you're gonna take a hit finan in your financial uh, book. That's for sure. The Dodgers are about to do something like that. Well, I, I can tell you that I'm gonna ask my my boy Rodney and Chris if they're gonna try to get rid of their season tickets because they're doing that. I could see that. Hey, I get out get out of it for free. Hey, you guys made the mistake. Hey, get out now before those tickets are worthless. Have a great weekend. All right. Later.